0: Everybody, it's the MPG Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Josh Moser. This week we got Doug Rains from DNR Construction.
1: What's up, man? Hey man, how you doing today?
0: Good man, how are you? All right. It's you're like super famous in this town. It's been a long time coming.
1: Uh, it's been a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I've been uh I've been having requests for you. Um, we've been doing it a while. Um, twenty years. Dang. Almost twenty years.
0: And we were just talking before the show, you're from Savannah.
1: Born and raised in Savannah.
0: What did so what? How did all this start? What did you do before you? And for everybody that doesn't know, DNR Construction, obviously it's a construction company. I mean, yeah, you guys mostly full, do residential, right?
1: We're a full turn turnkey construction company. Okay. So we do it all. Do everything. Everything. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we started out. My family owned some rental homes when I was a kid. Yep. Um, they got out of it, and um, you know, we sold them off when I was a kid. And then we, uh, I started getting back into it. I actually went to high school at Windsor High, come out of Windsor, um, bought some, went into printing and uh, printed for 23 years.
0: Like how so, like what do you mean, got into like printing?
1: Got into printing presses, running printing, magazines, brochures. And what'd you start out doing there? Um, I started out just being a helper, just loading paper around and moving stuff around. <laughs> and then I got back into, let's see, I was probably 25 and bought my first rental home. And here I go, just keep buying them. And then I retired at 40 from the printing company. Thought that, you know, I was done and it just got busier and busier. I was doing my own rental homes, my own work, my own. And then, you know, people started asking you, can you paint this? Can you help me fix that? And before you know it, it just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger.
0: that's kind of interesting you didn't start out in construction then
1: no but i had done construction work with way back in the day with the uh, hall and howard back when i was 12 13 i'd worked there on in the summers you know cleaning up sheetrock cleaning up job sites so i mean i had been around it i just chose back in that day the the money wasn't in construction right there you know they just You didn't make no money. (laughs) So it was like, I got to find me a better career than this. This is just not going to work. But now, you know, the times have changed. I mean, carpenters today are making really, really good money. Yeah. Trades are the place to be. I mean, just unreal. The money that, you know, that we have to pay out today to find quality, you know, qualified people because they're just not, they're not available anymore. Right. You know, the trades are really hurting and... You know, younger people need to get into the trades. Um, You know, Votex, you know, heating and air, just plumbing. I mean, all the trades are hurting right now.
0: How long do you think that trend continues?
1: I would say it's probably continued for the last at least five years or or more that it's been steady declining. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say, because more and more are still wanting to go to college, and less and less are still getting into trades.
0: Being in the industry, like, have you seen, like, a big push uh, for by, I don't know, any governmental regulatory agency at all or anything to try to get more people into the trades, or?
1: No, I haven't, not on my <laughs> end, and you just, you very rarely ever see any, you know, young people, or, or not even in the business anymore, you just don't even see many young people. I think it's going to hurt us in the long run because it's going to get, you know, harder and harder to find contractors. It, it, it's already, you know, hard now. Right. And the biggest thing is just to show up. When you tell somebody you want to show up at 8 o'clock, be there at 8 o'clock. Right. You know, so that's that's another thing that a lot of these people's problems are.
0: I don't know why, but this is bringing a, a joke to mind. Have you, ever see, have you ever heard Reagan talk about uh, the plumber and the, so- the Soviet Union joke about the plumber?
1: No, I'm not. Okay, no, I'm, I'm gonna right. tell
0: you this joke. Okay, so this uh, this guy goes to a car lot, car sales place in Soviet Union in the 80s, and he says, "Hey, um, I'd like to buy a car." And they say, "Yeah, no problem. It's gonna be there in 10 years. You know, 10 years from today, your car will be delivered." The guy says, "Hmm, morning or afternoon?" The guy says, "In 10 years, what's it matter?" The guy said, "Well, the plumber will be there in the morning." <laughs> yeah, that's so. It, 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 I mean, it's just how bad
1: it's gotten. Yeah. Um, we started out Bowie hall howard when i was a young kid and then i went for to the Bowie brothers and then um great american builders they were all kind of the same or not the same but they were all friends of the family so i worked with all them in the summer times and then realized that there was no money in carpenter work at that time when i was a kid and so i got into printing for 23 years and um Started buying rental homes and rental homes and, uh, you know, I'm up to 43 now and I got a vacation rental in Myrtle Beach. So, it's, it's done well. I mean, I'd really like to uh, slow down, but I don't think that, I just can't slow down. It doesn't, there's no way to slow down.
0: You feel like you're like addicted to it?
1: Yeah, it's, it's. I, I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy the construction business. I enjoy flipping houses for, for other investors and for myself. Um, I seem to have do more with, uh, for customers now for other, uh, you know, uh, investment investors. Um, Cause it's kind of almost a conflict of interest. Me and, you know, you and I bidding on the same house. That's, that's kind of hard. You know, if you're an investor and I do all your work and then yet you and I are bidding on the same house, well, I always come out on top of that, you know. So, right. I, so I, I try to stay out of buying them anymore. and just, just do it strictly for customers.
0: Let me ask you this. We kind of touched on it a little bit, but so your parents had a bad experience. They sold all their rentals. And then when you were 25, you started buying them. So watching your parents' experience, why didn't that discourage you? Like what, what was the influence to even buy that first one then?
1: Um, it was a deal that just... It just had to be there. It was. It was a deal that you couldn't, I couldn't turn it down. And I actually still own that one today. Um, I've I sold very few of them. I, I usually, if I decide to buy it, I usually keep it for the long haul.
0: What was the numbers on it? You, you mind sharing?
1: Uh, I want to think it was like, like thirty thousand dollars for one over on Fleet Street. Okay. A little three one, and I still own it to this day. You know, and I think it makes me. Like nine seventy five a month, not a whole lot of money, but I that's mean that's great cash flow on thirty k. But I mean, it's been you know I've had it for forever, right? You know, so I mean, it's paid for itself over and over and over. So I have lots of them like that, you know. Um,
0: you didn't feel discouraged though at all by your parents' like experience?
1: No, because once I you know I made the comment to them that I was going to do it, they actually encouraged me to get back in it. Uh, my brothers and sisters didn't want nothing to do with it when we was young, and they were selling them out. They just didn't want no part of it, and they still don't want no part of it to this day. I mean, they don't want, don't care nothing about investment properties. They just want to go to their, their nine to fives, and they're happy with their nine to fives, and that just wasn't my route.
0: Right. My wife always has to remind me there's more than one way to live life. I'm like, you're right. Yes. You know, yeah. you
1: know, um, you have to enjoy life. You know, we all have to work, but you have to enjoy life as well.
0: Right. Um, what did you learn then from your parents' experience? I imagine there must have been a takeaway from that, you know. Do-
1: well, the, the the apartment complexes that we owned when I was a kid, you know, they were just rough. They were they were actually downtown, which if we had owned them still today, <laughs> they would be worth, you know, <laughs> yeah. millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. But they wasn't at the time when we actually had them so but you know they made they made money on them and um I I guess that's the the whole line I mean it it was it was profitable when they sold them they made a you know a good money and so I mean I I can't say that it was bad right you know I I mean mean, they
0: still made money on them I mean yeah
1: I mean if you sell something today and you make fifty thousand dollars on it or if you hold it for another 25 years and you know make a hundred on it i mean yeah it's it was irre- it was irrelevant at the time they made the money at the time that's what it was all about i
0: mean hindsight's twenty twenty two, right no one would have guessed when you were a kid that this time was going to be what it is right now right
1: oh no you have no co- i mean even 08 09 010 you know when that all happened nobody predicted that nobody's seen that coming well they seen it coming they just didn't know it was going to be as bad as it was Right, you know, and a lot of people have bought them up. I mean, and that's when I was buying them up. Um, I tell people that when y'all ask me, I you know I was flipping houses when flipping houses wasn't cool. Right, you know, before any, you know, before all these people from all around the country was buying them up here. You know, I was buying them and still own them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so they they do well, and then the, like I said, the construction company has just gotten. You know busier and busier from the rental homes and uh you know i I make a uh, i make a really good living off the rental homes now that because they're that you know they're all paid for um you know i have a you know substantial income with it So a lot of people ask me why do i still do the construction work and it's strictly it's because that's what i like to do i mean i don't have to do it but i enjoy doing it right you know, I can pick and choose which, what I want to do, when I want to do it, and how I'm going to do it, I should say, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a big plus and a luxury, to be able to have that. You right. Know, I, you know, I just turned 51, so, uh, you know, I, I still got a few more years left in me, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 51's young. Yeah, yeah got anymore.
1: Couple, I got a couple more years.
0: Do you yeah. have, like, a, like, do you want to do construction forever, do you think? Like, until...
1: Uh, you know, I, I I can't say I want to stay in it. Right now is really a challenge in times because, you know, we we're lumber prices are through the roof, um, just finding the materials and stuff are, are, are getting a lot harder. And some of your customers or our clients are thinking that it's us that's going up on the prices and stuff, but it's not. I mean, it's, I mean, I can't, you know, if you, if you, you can't get two by fours and you can't get lumber and you can't get it. You can't get it. Right. You know, I don't know if, you know, here in Savannah, you know, um, uh, the paint flat paint has been, it's been a very challenging thing to get here in the last 30 days in Savannah. It's been, you can't find it. I mean, our largest paint company, I don't know if I want to say, you know, names of companies, but I mean, they've been out running out of paint every week. And that's a challenge. That that's a hard thing to get when you're running out of paint.
0: That's crazy. You're talking like Sherwin Williams yeah. or like a big supplier like yeah. that.
1: Like Sherwin Williams has been completely out of paint, like every couple of days. You that's know, crazy. For, for almost a month now. So I mean, that's that's. Do they have any kind of insight as to why that would be? Like why there's a shortage on paint? No, but it's a challenge for us when you when I need to paint your house today, and I have to wait two or three days to even start. Right, and then of course the prices are going up because, there's demand.
0: Right, supply and demand. Right, yeah, limited mean, supply and high demand, price increases. Right, that's, I mean. well, that's exactly
1: how wood's <laughs> gone up, and right, but hopefully it'll come back down. I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not in the new construction because I, I really don't know how they're they're actually can even build a new wood house with as expensive as wood is right now
0: i know it's crazy and it doesn't seem like it's slowing down that much like there's still a lot of subdivisions out in pooler and wherever that have not i mean they're still building they're every still day they're still
1: building i mean i just don't i mean well somebody has to be paying the cost right um, the the contractor's not i mean i'm sure it's getting passed right on down to you know the, the bottom consumer
0: i saw a statistic that the average cost to build a new house went up like thirty four thousand dollars i think
1: nationally yeah. and that's just in materials i mean just that's wood. just in wood yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's that's a lot of money.
0: And there's like other things that are, um, I mean, besides paint too, right? PVC I heard was starting to
1: PVC is hard to get. Sheetrock's been a little light. Um, ceiling tiles in commercial buildings are getting harder to find. So you're you're actually having to you know flip these houses. You're you're actually limited to what you can get as well because we flip we can flip an average three bedroom two bath home complete roof air conditioner top to bottom cabinets everything 30 35 days tops Uh, and now it's taking us a little bit longer because cabinets are getting harder to get and just you know lumber everything else is just getting harder to find
0: has that been i imagine that's been a challenge like because you have employees you have to keep busy right so if they've got no material to use how's that been
1: well yeah i mean that's the thing you know you, you hate to send god's home but we have Uh, I think 14 guys that's working for us now. So that's 14 families that are counting on us to provide them, you know, with a paycheck every week. Right. You know, and I take that a lot, the hard, because if I don't pay you, you can't feed your family and pay for your cars and gas and, you know, your livelihood. That's a problem. I mean, so that weighs a lot. Um. But like, you know, to go back to where we was at on, you know, finding qualified people, I, I could probably use another five people today if somebody that was qualified that can do the, you know, right. could do the work. I, I would hire them today, um, but they're just not available. And the one, you know, there's a lot of people that just, you know, got bad raps, you know, they don't show up, they don't. We can't we can't do that in my business. Not not with DNR construction. Right. Yeah. Well, I,
0: I hear that from a lot of kids, guys that own bigger outfits. Like yeah, you know, I mean, like, more than a couple guys. That, you know, that um, it's getting tougher.
1: Yeah, and I, de- you know, if I depend on you to, you know, to go to Miss Smith's house today at eight o'clock, you know, that's already been scheduled for her to, you know, for us to be there, and you don't show up, and I, that's now I just put everything off, you know, for the whole day. It's, it's, or, you know, for the whole week, it just starts the week out already. What a problem. Right. All right. And then you have to try to catch it up somewhere down the line.
0: Let me ask you this. Um, we kind of glanced over it a little bit, but you buy that first rental when you're 25.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, so then at that point, did you buy the next, uh, 41, 42 rentals between yeah. 25 and 40? Yeah. Dang, so all before you retired from the. Yeah,
1: before I left the printing company, I had already had, you know, over 40 in my uh, portfolio.
0: So you bought like the first one and you were hooked?
1: I bought the first one and, you know, I made some money. Um, I financed it. And, you know, but, you know, that wasn't a lot of money. And I thought, well, you know, that's just a good paycheck. You know, I, you know, I made, you know, I'm making decent money off this. Let, Let me just do this again. And then we, you know, we. You know, 89 and all that hit, and then you was buying them for nothing. You right. know, I mean, we have lots of them that we paid you know fifteen thousand dollars for, that are making me seven eight hundred dollars a month. You know that we just bought just to buy and didn't think nothing about it. But you know, it, it knock on wood, you know it is it has paid off. You know, <laughs> in the long, it has paid off for me. You know, right. like I said. Um, it's paid off and and it's been a good living. I have to say that, but, but, you know, rental homes has their challenges too. But I tell people that, you know, I can manage my rental homes from, uh, you know, from the beach or I can manage my rental homes from fishing boat or (laughs) I I can manage my rental homes from anywhere. I don't have to be locked down asking for a day off or for, you know, a nine to five job or something like that. It is a job and you have to treat it serious because, you know, there is serious money and consequences involved. So, yeah, so I kind of got hooked on them and and started buying them. And, you know, I I haven't I haven't bought one. It's probably been almost a year since I bought one. But, you know, prices of real estate right now is through the roof. Right. Um, So I don't think I, I don't see myself buying one at this time. But as soon as it slows down again, yes, I'm sure I'll go back and buy a few more.
0: Do you think that there'll be a big slowdown in Savannah?
1: I I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I don't know if it'll go down. To, I don't think it's ever going to crash like it did. I, I, I think that something's going to have to adjust. I mean, the market's going to have to correct itself somehow, some way. You know, I'm definitely not a big financial analyst or or real estate analyst or something, but, but I cannot see it keep going. I mean, it's, it's like every house now that's being sold, it's going for the highest and best offers and, and they're selling for, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars over asking prices. And where, where does that keep going? You know, I mean, it just keeps going through the roof and I, I, you know, I, me personally i think that when it does correct itself there's going to be a lot of people in real estate um that's upside down that that's just my prediction that's you know that's my only thoughts my only education that i go by on my own i don't have nothing to back that up that's just how i predict
0: i mean you live through 06 right in 05, 06, which i've heard from a lot of people that live through that that this is has some similar feelings as then would you say so
1: it, it went up and, and like i said the same people who was buying at the hype of the market back then and when it crashed down they couldn't you know they were way upside down in their homes and and i i, I see it coming again i mean i that's i just don't know how bad it's going to be right but i have uh put some money and stuff away that if it ever goes back to where, <laughs> if it even gets close to there, right. then then yes, I will definitely go back into the buying uh, mode
0: again. I got you. just hoarding somewhere ready to go. I, I got it ready to go. It's <laughs> just, um,
1: you know, and the, and the construction company is 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 well. I mean, we, we have it put away for when it happens.
0: Right. Um Let me ask you this: Do you self-manage all those rentals?
1: Uh, we do we uh, I have um, we had a small rental company that managed a couple of them, but since then we have taken them back. I have a my fiance Linda, um, pretty much manages all the rental homes for me.
0: Okay, um, what have been some of the challenges with that? I mean, it, what what was the decision making process in not using a management company? I mean, is it.
1: Uh, it's mainly that I can, uh, you know, the the fees that are involved in, you know, the old saying goes back that, you know, nobody's going to count your money like you count your money. Right. And that's basically, there was the, basically my answer right there. Nobody's going to take care of my properties like I do, and nobody's going to count my money like I do. So, I mean, and that was kind of where it all kind of stayed out there to me that was um but i'm sure there's good rental companies out there i mean i i don't i I don't do much work for you know rental companies because we're not really a handyman type company you know we're more of a full construction company right um and you know we don't even do many um additions either i mean it's pretty much just flips only really yeah, but we will probably do. Um, I'm hoping for probably 38 this year, which is a lot.
0: Wait, 38 flips?
1: Yeah, dang, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So we we stay busy. I mean, it's nonstop. I mean, you can hear the phone steady sitting there <laughs> going off. I mean, it, it's it's nonstop. Um, but like I said, the 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 advantage of it is I can pick and choose. In today's world, of what I want to do, who I want to work for, who I don't want to work for, there's some uh, some people out there that are, you know are hard, difficult to work for.
0: Right. I mean, not everybody meshes either. Right. It's everybody, not always necessarily yes. about.
1: And, and and that goes, you know, the same thing that you said with the rental homes. You know, when you have that many of them, there are so many uh, different personalities that that you you deal with, and you know, when they call, you know, it's it's like. Their problems are your problems and you know, you just have to listen, lend an ear and kinda of work through whatever their problem is that they're going through and Yeah, you, you they you know, they will call at two o'clock in the morning and say, <laughs> My refrigerator's out. It's like, Okay, well, what what do you want me to do about it? You know? <laughs> where, where, what would you like me to do? Right. And then they was like, Well, I don't really know. It's like, Okay, well, I'll call you back in the morning and we'll figure something out. (laughs) But there's no reason to call me at two o'clock in the morning for something like this. Right. Other than that, I mean, it's, it's been a very good business to me. Do you have any crazy stories? No, no. Well, I mean, you know, some people can tear up a house. I mean, I've had plenty of them, you know, that had just destroyed houses. Um, You know, the court system, our court system here in Savannah and in Georgia is a lot easier um, to evict people than, you know, in other cities and other states. Uh, We can get them out here. I mean, uh, but I know other states, you know, where it takes you months and months to get them out. You know, South Carolina is pretty rough. You know, up New York, New Jersey, up that way is all very hard to evict people.
0: What's the process like here?
1: Uh, here you can we can follow this right here, and you know I could usually, if I file it, you can get them out usually in thirty days, forty-five days at the most.
0: Does that have to happen a lot? Or are you are you getting better? Like,
1: I got better at screening the people. You know, doing background checks, um, uh, just checking them. Just you know, uh, just yeah, just checking their 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 employment, their their. Background, yeah. I mean, you know, just where, where, where have you been? What What's your, you know, what's your problem? And If, you know, if you have a whole list of evictions, you know, I, I, I don't even, why would I waste my time? You know, I mean, you, you've already know the system, you know how it works. It's just, you know, there's, there's, I, I hate it because there's a lot of good renters out there. There's a lot of really, really good people that need good places to live just unfortunately there's some bad ones out there as well right and you know if you're getting this business you know you're going to come across that bad one There, there's just no matter how much you background check it or whatever you do there's going to come across a bad one
0: so if there was somebody who was like looking at getting into rentals today would that be kind of your biggest would your biggest advice then be to just make sure you're thoroughly checking through
1: application my my advice would be if um just keep it in mind that if you're still working a nine to five job in your um buying your first rental home just you know invest the money and put it back up because um you know if somebody tears it up or you have to do repairs to it it has to come out of your nine to five money in order to fix it back you know, so it goes to the saying: if you know, if you if you can't afford the rental business, don't get in the rental business, right? Because you're going to have to repaint them, you're going to have to do new carpets, you're going to have to, you know, fix the yards. Most renters do not, you know, take care of the yards and the bushes, and so usually, almost every time, I would say ninety percent of the time when people move out of um, we always have to go make sure we do the yards completely, <laughs> completely redo the yards, you know, cut all the bushes and weed eating the edge and the whole, you know, they just don't seem to do it. Right. Uh, some do and it's, some don't. So,
0: which is all good advice. So, yeah. coming off the, um, I guess, like the working in nine to five and buying the rental phase. So then you said that you started doing work in your own rentals and people started paying attention. I started of calling you and asking you.
1: Right, so I, I was doing. Do, so I would get off my nine to five. Um, I would pick my daughter up from school, and we would go work two, three hours, four hours in a rental home every afternoon. You know, I would paint. She would lay on the floor and do homework. <laughs> uh, you know, and 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 that's how we did it for years and years and years, and you know until you got to the point where you can, you know, I was could breathe a little bit but you know when you have when you have one or two or three or so um you know it, it's not a lot of income it, there's some there but if you get that one bad tenant that you have to evict cuz they didn't pay and you have to repaint it and you have to do all this you know it it could hurt you obviously if you get you know 10 15 20 30 of them 40 of them it, it it doesn't hurt because you have the rental income off of all the other ones. Right. Where it doesn't, it, it's not, you know, hurting you as much. I mean, it's there. You know it's there, but it's not, it's not devastating you like it did when I worked a nine to five.
0: So was there times then in the beginning where it was like really stressful where you were like, Oh, I don't oh, know. Was yeah. there ever a time where Oh, there's you...
1: been times. Oh, yeah. There's been times where I've had to take my- my nine to five money for sure and have to uh
0: make some payments and make and
1: payments on on houses and, and make payments on uh yeah you're gonna do you know, have to pay your uh yeah, your light bill with a credit card i mean there's yes that's what that's just part of the game it, just trying to make smart decisions of of what you know and what you don't know
0: so it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows in the beginning
1: no, you know, it's 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 not, but it's still better than... Right, yeah, I'm like not trying I to said. discourage anybody, just yeah, realistic no, I would expectations. Discourage you. I would say that if you can do it, yes, get into it. I mean, you know, they're, they're not making any more land for sure. So if you buy land, you, you're not going to go wrong. Right. By no means.
0: I'm just confused. I just like, so there had to, was there no, was there anybody else in your family that did real estate at all? No, like there was no influence. It was just like you kind of just fell in your lap and it just worked out.
1: I had a guy whose um, his in laws had passed away. They had the house on Fleet Street, and I said, "Well, what you want for it?" And he told me, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, you know what? I'll buy that." And, and it, it was just as simple and as it that. Was just that simple. And then after that, you know, I bought um, a couple more. I think that same year, um, over in Carver Village. I mean, I, Carver Village has done well for me. I mean, they're not big money homes, but they're they're steady, steady money in them.
0: And they're yeah. coming up. Now's the time.
1: And now look where it's at. You know, um, between there, the east side, you know, the west side. I mean, I have them all over now. Um, I even have to forget now. I mean, there's times I have to pull out the cheat sheet <laughs> just to find out I, I know about where it's at but I don't know the actual addresses of where they're at anymore because I well I don't and I don't deal with them on a day-to-day right yeah anymore she does them on a day-to-day and she knows the tenants names and all the kids I I don't I don't have none of that no
0: anymore uh, and at the same time you're doing all these flips around yeah, town I so mean, it's like yeah, things just start I mean, to blend like and- I
1: said we, we stay um, I think we have 12 going right now for different investors i mean all over so i mean it, you know it's it's been it's been well um so like I, mean, I told you i got one uh, vacation rental that we bought in Myrtle Beach um what's a good story how that one come to uh,
0: yeah what's the story behind that
1: well we went to um, to Daytona for a vacation and we stayed in this condo and they had a couple of them for sale and we thought you know Let's invest in one of these, in a vacation house, a vacation condo on the beach. It'd be nice, you know. And we did it, and we got to the closing table, and there was an assessment there from the, um, I guess, a previous storm had messed up something, and the bill wasn't paid yet. And they were saying that, you know, he was going to be assessed, or whatever. They settled up on the number. And I was like, well, that's like, you know, me giving you an open checkbook. I said, I'm not doing this. This is crazy. The the, the seller should be responsible for that. So we, uh, we left there on, uh, and then the next weekend we went to Myrtle Beach on the hunt for another one. And we bought one in, um, we've had, it I think three years now. Um, we've rebuilt it, redid it completely on the inside. And, um, you know, and we're lucky if we can get it a weekend out of the, you know, the year now. I have to make special arrangements just for me to be able to use it. So and it, it's done well, too. I mean, um, it, it, you know, it's a nice place to keeping it the five stars, you know, keeping it where it stays rented so it doesn't get the negative reviews. It is uh, called Flip-Flop Getaway. If you Google Flip-Flop Getaway. You'll find it. You'll find it. Myrtle <laughs> Beach nice little place do you
0: guys self-manage that one too
1: no i do have a lady up there that manages everything to do with it um the only thing that we do is um provide her with anything and everything that she needs okay you know we just ship it straight to her house towels sheets you know comforters whatever she needs i mean so that's it's it's done very nice too up there um roi is it
0: top one of the top performers in your would you say Who's that? Is it like one of the top performers in your portfolio? What oh yeah, that? oh by yeah, by far.
1: I would say yes, because I mean it's a, um, you know, it's steady. Uh, weekly money comes in nonstop. Right. And usually in the off season, we always uh, we rent it back out to traveling nurses in the off season, so we'll get a two or three month stay. Okay. From a traveling nurse, and then summertime just stays. I mean, I think it's completely booked now, um, all the way into August. Sometime every night. Dang. You know, and it's been like that all summer. So, I mean, it's it's going good. That's awesome. So hopefully it stays there. But, <laughs> you know, we're going there on the, uh, I think the 19th and 20th to actually look at another one. Because, I mean, it's done that well. So, I, we're thinking of investing into another one.
0: Okay. So, I was going to ask. So you're going to start buying more of these Probably things. Probably
1: buying another one. Um, you know, the vacation rentals here in Savannah's gotten very hard. They're very strict with the, with the certificates, yeah. you know, they're just not available anymore. Yeah. It's just, uh, I mean, Myrtle beach is wide up into it. It's a big vacation destination. You know, it's, it's full all the time. There's lots to do there. So I think, I think we, you know, knock on one again, I think we made a good investment there so far. Um, I, I don't say it makes me a killing. I would say, you know, it probably it profits me 20 grand a year. Which but, is great. But I mean, twenty grand a year is twenty grand a year. Yeah.
0: I mean, a couple of those and I and mean a couple of them and you make retirement. as much as your
1: you know, a <laughs> yeah. lot of people make on a you know, working forty hour work week. Right. So other than that, that's where we're at and but we go up there and you know, I'll I'll get one weekend out of the year and we'll usually go paint it or you know, and just reef you know, new, refresh it. New couches, new tables, new lamp whatever it needs. Right. Um, you know, vacation, rentals hard on furniture and stuff. That's It's constantly turned every day that there's people in it. So, you know, you, you obviously you have to buy, you know, more couches and more beds and more, it's just, in order to keep it the five-star.
0: What's the turnover like on that sort of stuff, on furniture?
1: Uh, Probably two years. Okay. So that's pretty, I, I mean, it's not, not t- horrible. Like, yeah. I mean, but that's if you're buying the quality stuff. Right. You know, if you're trying to get my with you know something cheap, then it's just we tried that at first, and we realized that you know it's probably best to go ahead and spend a little extra on the couch because it holds up. Right. And it turned out better.
0: Was it really challenging? Fully renovating something that's four hours away.
1: It was. We, because it was different. You know, it's it's uh, eleven stories in the air. Well, yeah, uh, that's on true too. Yeah. Of that, so I mean, that was a whole nother. Um, challenge because we we have never dealt with that dealing with a different city different codes different just everything where where where's their stores at where's their 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 everything right you know so yeah it was but it was it was fun and and you know i hope to do another one soon I, during the off season this year i hope to purchase one here in the next couple of months and and do another one during the off season
0: and you want to keep them all at myrtle beach
1: yeah, uh, well, I, I I got a great property manager up there. Miss Wendy does great for me, uh, cleaning it, booking it, making sure that it's perfect every day. Yeah, I, I would want to stay there with her because I. there's just too many to try to find someone else Right. that's going to manage it. Um,
0: How'd you find her?
1: I actually found her through my realtor up there um, because they were actually, she was managing one of hers in... And she said, perfect, let's, um, I had a meeting with her. You know, I was only in town for a weekend. You know, I wasn't, you know, we was here to buy. We, we knew what, what we was doing. We wasn't there for vacation. We was there to buy investment property on the beach. Right. So that, that was our whole goal. So we did the offers and, and, and told them, I need the answers right now while I'm in town. I need answers for everything. And it was quick. You know 30 days we closed it then I renovated it and I think it took me the month and a half and it was rented so I mean like I said you know we never even got to go to it last year because we never booked out dates so it stayed full right and like I said it's it's full right now I mean May June July has been you know not one day available
0: that's awesome have you ever thought about like Tybee
1: yeah, we tried. Tivy, tibie. T- is very difficult, as everyone knows. Um, city council and all that down there is very difficult, and um, I, 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 yeah, I stay away from Tivy. I just, <laughs> I try not even go to time. I, I, I would say in the last five years, you know, I've probably done two jobs down there, just because it, it's just too far. It's too diff. It's it's. It's got too many challenges down there for uh, me. That, that, being a small business owner, I don't even. I, I don't need the headache. It's just I have enough in Midtown area in downtown right. that I, I don't need to go to Tybee. and you know this time of the year too. You're fighting with the traffic getting there. You're fighting with it coming home. It, it's just not uh, my cup of tea. Gotcha. Like <laughs> I should say. It's just <laughs> <not> my, <laughs> It's not my thing to go down there and fight with the traffic, you know, an hour to get there, an hour to get home, and if there's a wreck, you know, it's just, you know, when you, when you have a, a van full of employees, they don't mind. Right. You know, you got a, you know, a, a, you know $100 an hour riding in a van, and you get stuck in traffic, That's, yeah. they don't care. Yeah. I, I care. Yeah, they're not in a hurry. Yeah, it, No, it, it hurts me because I know. Right. So... Other than that, I mean,
0: you charge a traffic uh, charge. Yeah, right? well, I mean, you almost <laughs> want to, you know, like surcharge for, for traveling,
1: right? But uh, I don't know what else. Um, okay, so no, I, I I want to get into this
0: more. So now we kind of got into the rental stuff, but that's not really what you're famous for, right? You're kind of you're famous for the construction part, which is a whole other story in itself.
1: The, The construction, like I said, I started out with uh, Bowie Hall and Howard when I was a young kid, you know, planting sod bushes, learning all that stuff, learning how to build um, porches and little garages and stuff like that When my oldest brother. And um, when then we started working on the rental homes and, you know, the next door neighbor would ask me, you know, can you paint my house or paint my room or can you fix my shutters or can you fix you know my new door or something and then you know it just gotten busier and busier and I thought well you know maybe I should um maybe I should do this I mean I did a lot of uh did a, lots of floods and fires for a long time um and and so I just kind of got rid of it just got bigger and I think the the main thing is is just um just showing up like I said, if, if, if you if you tell, a, you know, a lady that you're going to be there at 9 o'clock or, or, or 7 o'clock, then be there. And, and I think that that's, you know, uh, puts my company ahead of a lot of people because I hear it in the business all the time that I get no phone calls back. Nobody will email me, you know, my estimate or they won't show up or... They need half the money up front to get started, and those are all are just uh, red flags to me. You know, if you it takes money to make money, you have to be in business. If, if you don't have enough money to, to buy a couple of sheets of sheetrock and some paint, that you have to get a draw at front, then I I hope these homeowners just do realize that right off. You know, right. You, that's a red flag right off if if this contractor cannot put a couple hundred dollars or even a thousand dollars up front to, to put some kind of initiative in it then that that should raise a red flag to you that that that's just my business and and now I'm not telling you that you need to um put you know ten twenty thousand dollars out there and trust this lady that she's going to pay you but you know you need to work at it with yourself
0: or find a balance like what are you yeah, comfortable I mean, with you where know,
1: the... we usually do a third a third and a third um that's usually where where i stick with from the last couple of years and it seems to have worked for me you know i i don't know how everybody else does it i really don't um i don't compete with any money sort of say i don't i mean i know there's a handful of um, companies that do what i do there's a lot more of them that's getting into the uh, investment, you know, wanting to flip homes for investors. I, I don't know why I would assume that, you know, they they see you know where we're at and what we're doing.
0: Plus, I imagine it's easier, a little bit easier, right? Like, so your regular homeowner, I imagine there's a lot more of trying to track down your money and this and that, which I imagine that still happens in the investment world, but I would imagine it's a little less. It,
1: it's less, but it, it's... Um, you no, know, usually it's it's always an empty house.
0: Oh, that's your that's too, you know, yeah.
1: It's usually a, a, a go-to for me. I, I don't, um, you know, if we want to start work at 6 o'clock or 5.30 when it's 100 degrees outside so we can get off at 12 or 1 o'clock. Right. That's what we want to do. And if someone's living in the home, they don't want to get up, they don't want to, that, that, you know, that just throws more challenges in there. Um so I prefer to work on empty investment homes and that's usually where that's usually where I'm, my go-to is.
0: So was there a moment then one day we were just like like this is what I am or was it just progressive and then it was just like well hey listen it, I've been doing this for every day for the last 3 weeks I guess I guess it, now, now I'm,
1: it, I had done it I, I would say for probably a year, 2 years, you know, maybe a year and I sat down um with my fiance, and I was like, You know, this is it. Um, we i need to go ahead and create the whole LLC, the company name, the insurance, put the you know, the letters on the cars and on the vans. And um, and she said, Great, let's do it. So we sat there one night, uh, had a cocktail, and it was like, Here, just man, made it happen. DNR construction, here it is. <laughs> this, this happens to be my initials, and um, that's where it come out. And I was like, Well. This is fine. This is what we're going to do. So we opened up bank accounts. We opened up, you know, savings accounts and everything that we needed. And right. um, here we are today. You just went Long running. Strong. I mean, <laughs> you know, we don't do a whole lot. I mean, I'm sure there's bigger companies out there. Um, I know there's bigger companies out there. You know, we're small. We'll probably do, I don't know if I should say the number, but uh, um, you'll probably do $4 million this year. I mean, that's great. You know, so. Fifteen I mean, I, guys? Yeah, I wouldn't say that we're small, but I wouldn't say we're big. I, I don't know where, where we would, like I said, I'm not a numbers guy when it comes to the bank. I wouldn't say it's small, but I wouldn't say it's big. I would say it's, you know, it's a happy medium. There.
0: Yeah, like a healthy medium small business. Yeah, yeah. I mean
1: I think it's a, it's a small business, you know, considered um, it does well. I mean, the pandemic did not slow us down one bit during the pandemic. Um, you know all the stuff like i said it probably helped us because we was working in empty houses so it was just my guys right you know it was just a couple of we didn't try to pack the houses we try to put you know like teams like a paint team would go one day and a carpenter would go one day or flooring guides would one day normally if we try to flip something really quick it's like all of us in there at one time i mean it's it's you know, sometimes it's, it's confusing to other people. It, it, it's like a mass chaos, but it's not to me because, and it's not to my gods because they know that this guy's fixing to paint this room while I'm doing baseboards and, and yeah, there's be guys painting a ceiling while you're putting baseboards in. So, I mean, it's just the way it goes. Right. But in order to do that many and that much volume of them, um, you, know, you have to stay after it all the time, I and mean, it's it's a non-stop every day. And fortunately, you know, my guys, um, they seem to, uh, they, they work six days a week. I mean, they're happy with that. I mean, they make very good money, and they're content. Right. As long as they keep going, as long as I can keep the crew that I have, you know, I'll keep doing it. But as soon as I get to the point where I can't find the help and stuff that you need, then you have no choice i mean then it turns into a hassle you know it's,
0: so you're basically you want to keep doing this as long as it's not real stressful like as, as soon yeah. as it kind of takes away from the joy of doing what you like to do every day yeah then, then
1: it, it, it then it turns into a job and if it's a job you know I, I don't want it to turn into a job i want it to turn into what it what it is it's it's fun it's interesting it's nice seeing a, a house just condemned to see it come back to a, you know a a very nice home um, and happy to see the people who buy them, you know. And so, yeah, that's a big. That's a that. That's a good feeling.
0: Right. Seeing these houses every day is there like a common thing that you see that people miss or look over, or, or, or and maybe that goes into like a bigger question, which is like, as a contractor, what advice would you give investors to look for when they're touring houses?
1: Oh uh, I man, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, we see some. Uh, we see some rough stuff. I mean, we see some, you know, the houses that's been hoarded, you know, for years. And it's just, wow, it's like, um, the biggest thing, yeah, plumbing's always a big thing. You know, um, if, if if the pipes and stuff are busted in the walls, you know, it's just a problem. Uh, but no, not really, I wouldn't. Most investors that I work with and build the relationships that I have with the investors that I work with on a, you know, a day to day, weekly basis and mo- most of them buy homes, you know, pretty much constantly nonstop. they I mean, they're looking, they might not hit the profit, profit margins on where they want them to be, where they used to be, but they're still investing. They're still doing them.
0: So they're so, pretty well, like they're veterans in the game. they You know, yeah. they know what they're doing.
1: They're, they're, they're veterans. Uh, and, um, yeah, so they know what to look for. They know the. They almost know my numbers before I give them to them. <laughs> that's how long I've been working with most of them, and they're um, they're loyal, and you know, and I'm loyal to them. So I don't um, I don't have to worry about another contractor coming in there. Right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have to worry about that. You know, their um, their families are close. I know them. I know their families. They know my family. You know, they they know. You know, that we go out on on our boat or to come to our house and, you know, have dock day or, or, you know, go to my condo. I would do send some of them up up there. And, you know, so it's a two-way street. You know, I'll take care of you. You take care of me. And it's kind of like that.
0: Right. It seems like you seem really knowledgeable about how to do business with people. Where does that come from? Is that just something you've developed over time or?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is just being honest. You know, don't, don't, if you don't know, don't, don't fake it till you make it or whatever it is. Right. You know, if you don't know it, just say, Hey, you know, I've never done this, but you know, let me, uh, give me a day or two. Let me, let me research a little bit. I can figure it out. I mean, I just, I've never done it, you know, say just, you know, something crazy or something, but some people come up with some crazy stuff. (laughs) Some of it's. You know, tile work, crazy designs, and tile work and stuff like that. It's like, well, no, I can do it. I just got to think about it. Should I do it? 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 <laughs> Should I do it? And you know, and you know, when you get in there, you got to, uh, you know, you got three notebooks of figuring out mathematics on how to how you gonna how it's gonna work out at the end of the day because most customers they don't they don't know they don't. I mean, you got to think about it. You got to put thought into it just because you want this room full of tile it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to you got to lay it out, you got to measure it out and figure out how it's going to lay out. Right. You know, and they just think that you just come in here and do it and it's not the case.
0: Back in the day when you were first starting, how did you figure out how to do all this stuff? So like I mean there was no YouTube, right? I mean when you were first starting. There was no YouTube. It's I like, mean
1: a lot of it is um like I said, my brother um I I did a lot with him and I did a um I did a lot with the Bowie Hall and Howard and the Bowie Brothers and Great American Builders you know I was around it all when I was a kid and then um, with the rental homes you know you kind of hit and miss and you figured it out and if it didn't went right you you tore it out and you started over again And right. you know you read the code books you know the Georgia code books and you know you can kind of you get a lot of it from there how many 2 by 4s do you need you know for you know building walls and what do you need and kinda of go from there?
0: And when you were first starting out, were you calculating all that stuff out like to the
1: I was calculating it all out. Now I mean now I can pretty much walk to a house, um, and give you a ballpark where I think it's gonna be and then you know, then I'll go home and put it on paper and, and line item it all out.
0: Has that been <laughs> the pro So the thing that's just coming to my mind, so we were kind of talking about this, a little bit earlier, but about the rising cost of, of supplies. So now, like going home, you're going on paper, is that like really messing everything up? No, well, that's yeah, because yeah. now
1: you really have to look at it because like it, the wood is varying on a day-to-day. It's almost like the stock market, you know, it's right. changing on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, we used to give our quotes out and we would tell them that they're you know, 90 and 120 days good and now we go back and say you know this is only good for you know a couple of weeks because you know i i can't you can't buffer that in there i mean
0: have you lost money yet because of the uh, because of a project that I, you,
1: I i would say you know as long as i've done it you know yes there's been a couple of projects that i have lost and i've only um you know i've been stiff one time but i'm in the middle of a a, a lawsuit without i gotcha i got you. Okay. um but um and that's the only one. I mean, out of uh, out of all the houses that we've on, I've only had one person not pay us, and it was just a bad,
0: just a bad you know, deal. Just yeah, a
1: bad deal. You know, it wasn't nothing that we did wrong. It was just, it was just a bad deal.
0: I mean, you've never had like you never had a problem with uh, all these rising prices. Where you where you lost money? Maybe especially in the beginning when it was getting out of control.
1: No, I I, I would say that there there's problems that I probably have broke even. Yeah, I got you. Versus losing. I try not to lose on anything, but it's just a bad thing. But I, I would say that there's definitely things that we have quoted that took all the profit out of it. I gotcha. You. you know, but we still managed to make it somewhere else or make it up somewhere else.
0: Do you? Um, are you doing a lot to continue your education? Like, is there anybody you follow? Anything you listen to? Books you read? Anything like that? No. Nah, it's just like experience yeah, on the. Just,
1: I mean, it's you know, it's. I mean, we've done so many of them. I mean, we've done well over a hundred, a couple hundred homes, you know, and it's just pretty much just like, here we go again. Right. You know, it's, how are we going to do this? When it's, you know, what kind of, and a lot of the houses that, you know, we flip on our, um, our Facebook page and on, on our company website and stuff, most of them are, um, you know, designs that we've done. You know, I, I've picked the faucets and the tiles and the floors and the paint colors and, stuff like that so you know we've gotten a lot better at that as well um there's a big vacation home downtown that that we work with a designer that she has taught us a lot you know this goes with this this should never go with that so we've learned a lot with that but yeah i'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to keep going and um we'll, we'll see how it, how it's gonna go
0: what would you if you could go back like day one you what advice would you give yourself?
1: Um, I I would have probably went the extra route to um, gotten more license in the other trades. I mean, I, I'm I consider myself too old to do it now, but I I would have um, instead of a GC, I would have liked to went ahead, you know, and gotten a plumbing license right electrical license or you know something like that because that way you have more control but that would probably be it but on the other hand like i said right now you're you're struggling so much for employees just to do with the construction end of it so I don't know where it would be at. if I had <laughs> yeah, a plumbing company, an electrical company, and a construction company. I, I really don't know where I would be. I would probably be going crazy somewhere. It's <laughs> probably where it would be. <laughs> you know, yeah, you would probably never sleep at all. Right. You, you know, in, in the the paperwork behind all this is, is a nightmare as well. Because there's it's it's one thing to be on a job site all day building stuff and paint colors and stuff like that. Cause you're, you're constantly shopping. I mean, you're, you're always in a Home Depot or Lowe's or, <laughs> or, or, you know, paint store or Floor I mean, decor. all Decor. every yeah. day. I mean, you're, you're, you're there every day. I mean, every day. Um, so, I mean, on the other hand that, you know, you, you learn the cashiers, you know, the manager, they know who you are. They know what you're in here doing. Right. Um, you know, so I mean, you, you it's and that's a it's and you can see the shelves like right now how much they they've come down and just what they what's not available, like simple. Um, you know, we we have been looking for some ceiling fans and you know and, I mean, our store on Abercorn here, I mean, they just they don't have them. I mean, it's just like what what are we doing here Where where they at? He's like, I can't get them.
0: And they don't even know when they're going to be in. They
1: don't know when they're going to be in. But how how, how do you – it's hard to flip a house for somebody in 30 and 45 days when you can't get some of the simplest stuff.
0: Yeah, we didn't even touch on uh, windows and appliances. Yeah. That's yeah, like that's so just, bad.
1: It's so bad. Yeah. I mean, I think our, our windows right now are, are like six weeks out, and appliances are probably close to – I mean, they're probably not far from that. Right. Uh, they're probably four or five weeks out just for, for appliances and, and you'll see more and more that we're, we're flipping more and more houses with, with no appliances in them, uh, selling them with nothing. um, and, and you know, and that's a challenge in itself because nobody really wants to buy a new home and you got no microwave, dishwasher, stove, nothing's there. Right. Because all you did was put that back onto them and, and they're gonna have to wait, you know, six weeks or so after they buy a brand new home they can't move can't live in it because they got no appliances right um so you, you know there's challenges on everything that you do I guess
0: um going forward kind of what is your uh I know we kind of touched on it a little bit but what is your end game what's your goal like what what's your I'm sure you have some kind of plan for this going forward what's your uh what's your next big your next big deal in DNR specifically
1: um I don't know. I I don't know who, Like I said, I'm I'm going to ride it for a little bit longer and see where it goes. Um, fortunately, like I said, I could give it up today if I if I needed to. But the, the jobs are getting bigger, and the calls that I'm getting are getting bigger and bigger. They're getting to the bigger um, Modena Islands. The you know the, the some of these investors are flipping a lot bigger homes now which you never seen when i was first starting out i mean most everybody was flipping on smaller homes um, you know they're flipping homes now in savannah quarters and in south you know million dollar homes right you know so i mean that's that's a lot more challenging um there's a lot more money involved in it there because the material list, the the quality of the products that you're using so I, I I've been in them a lot a, a lot lately a lot more custom showers you know custom bathrooms you know kitchens there more of that thing I mean I've I've been in a lot more of that or that seems to be the trend coming this week or in the last couple of weeks It's more of that super high end
0: so this is some a recent development
1: yeah I would say in the last uh, six months it's definitely been more in the higher end bigger homes
0: does that excite you more after doing all that other stuff for so long
1: What'd you say? it's nicer to work with the nicer products you know The you know the uh, the marble instead of doing cheap pile, <laughs> you know and, yeah and and big bathrooms and just custom built everything um that you can't go buy you know you have to build it i like that right it, the, the money's better in it, and it's just, it's better all the way around, and, and I enjoy them much better. You know, Jones Street downtown, you know, we do a lot of stuff in Historic District. You know, there, there's there's all kinds of challenges down there. Um, you know, your 100-year-old home, 150-year-old house. I mean, there's a there's plenty of challenges down there, and you find, you know, some neat stuff. It's just different. Uh, I remember, you know, I, I did a house in Paradise Park, Three years ago, four years ago, we was doing a kitchen remodel. You know, we took some drywall out and it had a full, um, all the blueprints were in a, a rubber band. What? Everything of the whole house. I mean, electrical, plumbing, studs, everything in the whole house. You know, and that was pretty cool. It was yeah. like That's neat. Yeah. You know, it was like, so the homeowner, we took them, we had them framed for the homeowner. You know, so after we got finished with their, um, their kitchen remodel. I handed them, you know, a nice big frame that had all their original blueprints to their house.
0: That's crazy. That's really cool. cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Um. So, last question. Um. So, you kind of have a different perspective than a lot of people because you've lived here through this whole boom time. From you know, I mean, you were here in the seventies, right? Late sixties. yeah, sixty nine. Yeah, sixty nine. hurricanes.
1: (laughs) You know, the hurricanes was good. Yeah. The hurricanes. I lived. You know, I we. Now you want to go back, you know, when you asked me when did I ever probably hit it. You know, the last hurricane or so was probably. Matthew? When it you knew then, it was just like, how much work do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Uh, how, how much taxes do you want to pay? <laughs> I should say, I guess that's how many taxes do you want to pay? Right. Um, it, it, so, yeah, those were good. Like I said, floods and fires. We did lots of floods and fires and still do them.
0: But watching all this growth, what do you? What's your prediction for the future? What neighborhoods, if would you suggest people should get into right now, where they're catching it early?
1: I, you know, I, I, I well, I, I think Carver Village is already done with because they got the, the new Civic Center and all that going up over there. So I think all that's done. You know, e- East Side right now is booming hard. You know, when State Streets they're – they are taking those little two ones and three ones and and renovating them, um, you know, for first-time homebuyers because there is no first-time homebuyers anymore. The, you know, they the, the, the there's no price range for for the first-time home buyers. Right. You know, because everything just being new is is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I think the state streets still leave them over there reasonable. Where somebody can purchase something and, and still have a decent home.
0: So if you're a new investor,
1: if I was a new investor, I'd probably go to the east side. Windsor Forest is not bad. I mean, Windsor Forest has changed a lot. You know it.
0: When everybody's looking east and west, look south. That's it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: go, go 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 Um But they're all over. You know, Pooler's a lot. You know, we, we don't mess around in Pooler too much. Uh, that's that's just not my you know, I'll do some of the high-end work in Pooler. Savannah Quarters, you know, in some of the you know the higher-end neighborhoods. We'll, we'll do stuff in there, but not on a day-to-day basis. We stay usually downtown, midtown, south side.
0: Well, that seems like a good note to end
1: on. There you go. How Thank can you.
0: people find you?
1: Uh, Doug Raines, uh, DNR Construction, 912-604-4232. Uh, we do free estimates. We're open um, seven days a week. We're answering the phone anytime. Um, you can email us, Doug at DNRConstruction, net. Um, give us a call. Thank y'all. All
0: right. Thanks, man. Take it easy. All right. All right. See ya. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening this week. If uh, you want to show some support, please head on over to mpgpodcast.com. Check out the awesome merch we have on there. Um, And also subscribe and comment wherever you listen to this. Uh, That does huge things for pushing us up on the algorithm, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, whatever it is, whatever platform you use. Go right now. Go subscribe. Go comment. Help push us up. And also, please share us on your social media. Um, The more listens we get, the more I can bring uh more guests i can bring in the more value i can bring you guys so thanks so much it's a total team effort i appreciate all the support and uh hope you all have a great week see you guys next week